fantastic invention. Revolutionize the industry. You can suck them and 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 they'll never get any smaller. Never. Hey everybody, it's Luckylicious and Carmen Kickass, and this is Eat, Eat My, My Pagan Ass. Ass, episode number 36. 36, that means we've seen each other 36 times in the last couple of years, huh? That's 35 times too many. <gasps> <laughs> He's starting right in. Hey, you know, you gotta get right to it. <laughs> um, so, let's see, today is, uh, what, December 4th, 2010? It is December 4th? Yes, Already? all day long, I know, can you believe it? Holy crap. It just seems like yesterday was December 3rd. <laughs> it was December 3rd yesterday. <laughs> but for our listeners, like yesterday was Samhain. We were doing our Samhain episode. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time has passed since then. Yeah. How was your Samhain? Well, my Samhain was beautiful. Um, and it was solemn. And, um, you know, like I spent it with my coven. And then... Um, and then the spirit of the season really manifested um, in the loss of a very dear friend of mine. Um, she died. Oh, God. Yeah. So um, by the time this podcast comes out, folks will have heard um, all about it because I, I haven't released it yet at the time mm-hmm. of this recording. But there's I do have a recording dedicated to my friend, and I want everyone to know what a beautiful spirit she was and how deeply I feel her loss. Um, so Samhain was a real Samhain for me this year. Wow. Yeah, it's always hard to lose a friend, but that's rough. That's not all I lost, though. I also lost my boyfriend. Who? Mr. Perfect? <laughs> Mr. Yeah, Mr. Perfect in quotes. You didn't tell me about this. What happened? Oh, well, I, I broke up with him. And I won't get into too much detail because I want to respect, you know, not only his privacy, but my own. But... But I do think there are a few salient facts that you know I'd be willing to share that are impersonal and I think universal. Oh wow! I was like all happy for you and everything. I said, I know Lucky hasn't been coming around because he's in a relationship. For yeah. everybody out there, this is Lucky's mo. But wow, I didn't know you broke up with him. Yeah, it was um, just really disturbing. I think at the at the core of it, um, there are two things. One is I have a certain way that I like to be treated, um, which means like just some basic respect and some basic, you know, I just don't like people talking to me in a really condescending way or being nasty with me. And when I respond appropriately, they shouldn't be surprised. You know, when I decide to go because of that, then, you know, don't don't act so surprised. That's the first thing. And the second thing is um, I also realized that as someone who's sober, um, it's important for me to be with someone who understands what that means and who um, who's very supportive of it and beyond that also has a lifestyle that's compatible with a sober lifestyle and that means that um, I feel maybe I could be with someone who drinks every once in a while but there's a there's a point and somebody who for whom alcohol is a staple of their life and had been up to the point that they met me and maybe they changed a little bit and um, were looking to my sober behavior to help them control their own drinking mm-hmm. um, that's that's not an ideal situation for an alcoholic, and um, it's very easy for 
I just felt like my sobriety was ultimately in jeopardy. And that's not, I, I don't blame him for that at all. Um, that's entirely my thing. Well, you have to be careful. You have to look out for yourself. And you were seeing things that weren't good for you. Right, exactly. Weren't healthy for you, so you're not yeah. blaming anybody. No, no, no. That's it's, just how you are. Yeah, no, it's no It's no judgment on, on no, him no. or on anybody who drinks like that. It's, it's, so it's just stop hanging w- out? what's good for me. You and I? <laughs> <laughs> No, because you you well, don't. Well, I'm more of a I'm a social drinker, so yeah. I don't I don't have liquor in the house and stuff like that. So yeah, our friendship is safe. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like there was always liquor there, and mm. and he was you know drinking and and to his credit, you know, he would always ask me, "Are you okay with this?" And I and I I think I really gave it a good shot. It was my first time dating somebody sober, and like you know, who who wasn't also sober, mm. and I th- I think that I gave it a really good. Um, go but ultimately it it just it ate away at me and and caused me a lot of anxiety and and like i said that's that's not um that's no fault of his and that's not even really the reason why i chose to leave i, I left really because i i didn't appreciate the way that i was um treated and the way certain things were dragged up and thrown back in my face yeah well, um, it's not how it's not how i it's not what i consider a a sober way to deal with well, with another human everybody being everybody should be treated with respect it's not I believe that if you're going to be with someone, the other person should treat you properly both ways. It's, you know, so. Yeah. Well, you know, look, um, there's, it's always, it's, it's always, it's always a two-sided street, right? There's always, Mm -hmm. there's things that I do or don't do. There's things that the other person does or doesn't do. And um, the only way to, to work around that is, you know, communication helps a lot. Um, but but there's certain rules that I think should be you know rules of behavior that need to be negotiables. Yeah, and that means not talking to the uh, to your partner like like they're an, like they're an idiot or or you're on this um, platform you know kind of like a just I don't know just like I said I don't want to get into it too much but I, I just I felt like whatever his intentions may have been they were not only they were handled very badly and expressed very badly. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It just, ultimately it just comes down to this. Look, we were together for four months and it was a good run, but it didn't work out and, you know, time to move on. My theory. So it's, it's just a theory is if something is going well for six months, then it has a good chance of lasting, whether it be a job or a relationship, a new hobby, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So, if after four months <clears throat> you see yourself heading in the wrong, it's time to move on. Yeah, I mean, there were there were all kinds of, like, weird signs that were kind of eating away at me. You know, like, mm-hmm. I just felt like we were out of step and that our, our lifestyles weren't in sync. Yeah. And I thought that there were just a number of barriers that were in the way. And as much as both of us expressed an interest in, like, working to overcome those barriers... Um, I'm all I'm all for doing that, but if you're gonna talk to me like I'm an idiot or you're gonna just be nasty to me, I, I just I'm I'm not gonna I don't have time for that. You know I just I don't I can't. Who needs that? Nobody. Nobody wants to be in a relationship like that. Right. Let let alone for the rest of your life. Oh hell you know? no. Oh hell no. I, I've been through that. I've been through that, and I I really just I I saw the pattern, and I just don't I don't really need to go there. So. Well, you know, good for you. You saw it after four months. Some people just oh they're gonna it's okay. It's me. They'll they'll change. It's gonna be all right. But no, there's people are the way they are and that's just it and if you see something after a short amount of time that's that's the person letting you know this is how they are mm-hmm. 
you know, like I said before, six months. If you've gone a six month run with something, someone with some situation mm -hmm. and it works for you, mm -hmm. then it's usually a keeper. So that's what's that's what happened to me. It's been a little disturbing because that's not the way that I like. I don't like things to go down in an ugly way. And he he was ugly. He was ugly to me, and he he's continued well, to be ugly. Down, it didn't go down in an ugly way. He was ugly, so it just went down. That's all. What yeah. are you gonna do? Stick around? No. It's all right. I so. left. Good. Good for you. I'm proud of you. See? Yeah. Thanks. I feel better. I have to say. Um, it was kind of like the the day after. I feel like a fog was lifted a little bit. And and you I know that this is this is growth for you. Personal growth. You did something hard that you needed to do, mm -hmm. and you didn't stick around with the thought. Oh, he's gonna change. He's gonna do better. No, you just said I don't like this, and I'm out. Yeah. So good for you. You know. Thanks. I, I guess I have come a long way in, in yes. terms of that. Why should you put up with something that you're not comfortable with just to be with somebody? And that's what a lot of people do. They don't. They don't want to break up. They, whatever the reason, and you did what you had to do. You know. Yeah. Oh, God. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, you'll meet someone else. So, you know, these are all learning experiences. Think of it as a workshop. Yeah. I really do wish him well. I really do. Mm -hmm. But then I'll just leave it at that. Good. So what's going on with you? I've been very busy, but it's like, like work busy, you know, stupid busy. But, uh, you know, it's all coming down, you mm -hmm. know. And uh, that guy that I was telling you about, the mm -hmm. one that I blew blew the opportunity with, yeah, um, things are moving along. I, you know, I don't know where they're gonna go, but we're getting friendlier, and right. we were introduced formally. When my friend introduced us, he said, "Oh yeah, I've seen you around. How you doing?" And, you know, so like I knew he knew who I was, but you know, so we're moving along. Good. But, yeah. Good. 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 Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. How big is his dick? I haven't seen it yet. Liar. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we were just introduced. Sure. And I didn't flip out and go, uh, run out the room. I didn't, you know, I was really cool. And You didn't wet um, your pants? Actually, I did, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I was my best. I was really good. I wasn't nervous. I was um, charming and witty, mm -hmm. you know, and gay, you know, <laughs> like Maria from West Side Story. I feel pretty, oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay, and I pity any girl who's in me today. I feel charming, oh so charming, it's alarming how charming I feel, and so pretty that I hardly can believe I'm real. See the pretty girl in that mirror there, who can that attractive girl be? Such a pretty face, such a pretty dress, such a pretty smile, such a pretty me. I feel stunning and entrancing, feel like running and dancing for joy. For I love my own pretty, wonderful boy. So it was good. It was a nice um, introduction. And then um, we, we were alone for a few minutes, and I didn't feel awkward at all, and I don't think he did, so... Well, I'm relieved yes, to hear so am that. Yes, I. I'm like, oh, good, yeah. Congratulations, because I didn't like what happened last time. But, you know, all things happen for a reason. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and maybe this was a better, you know, alignment. Venus is direct now. 
So that's good. Oh. It went direct on the 18th of November, as did Jupiter. So these are all very important um, developments. Good. And Saturn is now in Libra, where it's happy. It's Saturn's like in a good place in yeah, Libra. Yeah, Saturn is the dispositor. You know, I forgot all my astrology terminology. Really? Um, yeah. Well, planets are yeah. the things that go around the sun. No, but I mean, uh, <laughs> Saturn is a, is an important planet in Libra. Oh, my God, I can't even remember. Anymore. Exalted. Exalted. Right. That's I don't know word. if it's exalted in Libra, but maybe it is. I, don't I know. think it is, yeah. yeah. Ugh, I, have, I have to brush up on my astrology. Yeah. But anyway. So this is all very good, and I think it's all... It's all interesting, it's all just the, good. the timing of it. And yeah, you know, because I was really mad at myself for going to that party, and I had it all planned out, and then I had a perfect opportunity to just go over there and say hi, and I freaked out. I just ran out of the room. Like, I said, oh, what happened to you? You lost your touch. Because you know me, I'm not like that at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. But but this was a better um, a better opportunity because... It was somebody that we both know introduced us formally, so that was cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. As part of, as part of the Samhain thing, we did this um, spell for dreaming, and it didn't work on me right away, and I think it's because I was preoccupied with a lot of mundane things. Mm. And this past week where I, after like breaking off the relationship, I felt like a huge amount of energy came back to me that I'd been like pouring into the, into the relationship and, you know, diverting myself in a mm. lot of ways to, you know, it, it was just, it, there was, it was a very draining, like ex- because we were far away and it involved a lot of like planning and you know it was always it was always something right and uh all that energy's back on me now and i've been having these intense intense dreams all week hmm. so you're channeling your energy in different directions it feels good it feels better it feels natural it feels again like this is what i'm supposed to be doing it yeah. and we hear how people who get into relationships like give up part of themselves um, you for no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do, and I and I you did. Tend, like you tend to to put everything into relationships. Everything else gets put on the back burner. Yeah, like I, I realized how much I miss my friends, yeah. and it's like I just Can't I want to find you, a happy medium. You gotta. You, that's I think that's something you need to work on. Mm-hmm. I, just from my oh, perspective. Now, now you're gonna point out my issues too. No, huh? I'm just from my perspective. <laughs> you know, just you can have a relationship and friends. Yeah. You know, it's possible. You know, <laughs> like I know friends of mine who have gotten married, and I never heard from them again. I'm like, what is this? Just because you're married, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to forget all your friends. But that's what people do. That's what people do. Mm-hmm. Which I think is wrong. I think it's a mistake. Yeah. You know, um, because one person is not going to meet all of your needs. You know, like if. If you decide to be a partner with someone, that person will probably fulfill 90% of them. Mm-hmm. But then there's always that person that likes to, let's say you hook up with somebody who doesn't like the movies. So what are you going to do, never see another movie for the rest mm-hmm. of your life? People do that. So you have a friend that likes the movies, and you go out on Fridays with this other friend. or yeah. You know what I mean? You need friends for different things. What would you think if I sang out a tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm-hmm. 
And on top of that, it's not just, you know, fulfilling your own needs, but remember, we're there for other people and we serve a purpose in other people's lives. Exactly. And by being absent and not showing up, we're, you know, we're not contributing to the pattern, of, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that we should be. So it's important to show up for, for your friends. And that's something that I, I get kind of lazy on when, when I get involved with somebody. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely want to watch that next friends, time around. Friends are an important part of life. Friends are very important. Um, as a matter of fact, I was thinking about that this morning. Um, I started thinking about this friend that I, he passed away. He had AIDS. He was like such a good friend. And at the time, I didn't realize what a good friend I had. And then why was I thinking of him today? I don't know. Anyway, I was thinking of him and all the things that we did together and all the secrets we shared and our families. Oh, I know. I was reading a book about relationships. That's what it is. And they were were talking. And then I said, wow, that sounds like Costello. And it was just so many things that, I said, wow, see, you had a really good friend and you didn't even know it at the time, you know? Mm. But friends are very important. You can't, you can't live without them. You know, even if you have one friend, it's an important part of life. Mm. Really is. Mm-hmm. I'm very grateful for, for all my friends. And of course, I'm so grateful for you, Carmen Kickass. Thank you. <laughs> my number one love. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now that Allison is dead. Oh, that's cold, man. <laughs> Because she had top, she had top billing before. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You did some sort of spell. <laughs> Got rid of the bitch. Yeah, we we try to. I know it's like, yeah, how can you make light of of someone that you love dying? But really, that's that's how I honor her because she loved to laugh and she loved to joke. She was always and, laughing. Oh my god, she gosh. had that crazy laugh all remember? the time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's everybody remembers that about her. Yeah. So you know, I I do joke about it, and and at the same time, you know, this whole experience for me has has. Um, kind of put my feet to the coals in terms of what do I believe about mm-hmm. the afterlife. And if nothing else, it kind of reaffirmed that, you know, life is a mystery and so is death. And we don't really yeah. know what happens. And we can't just assume that when someone dies that they're gone. Because they're, no, they're not. They're not gone because everything that is destroyed turns into something else. We are soul and spirit, and you together we are Let's say you burn a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That paper turns to ash. The paper's not there, but now it's ash. You know, it's, everything turns. So why wouldn't your spirit, why wouldn't your spirit or your body or your memory turn to something else? Mm-hmm. Everything, everything is recyclable. Everything recycles. Mm-hmm. Mother Nature recycles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 don't believe. You know, you're not the same person, but you're there doing something else. Yeah. You know, even, even weight. Like, let's say I lose five pounds. Where'd that five pounds go? Somebody else just gained five. So. <laughs> so you're the bitch that put this extra weight on my hips, you whore. But you know what I mean? It's like. I, I don't think anything just I don't think anything just disappears or uh, ceases to exist because like with the with the weight where did it or I lost oh no I gained I I, I found five dollars somebody just lost five dollars you know it's it's not you the five where's my five dollars you're looking all over your oh damn I lost it but somebody Carmen found Carmen it. nicked it off you. <laughs> 
I found, in quotes. I found. <laughs> I found $5 in your wallet, Lucky. Everything recycles. Everything just kind of, I don't know, and it's the same thing with life. Yeah. You know, you just, or somebody dies and, you know, did you hear so-and-so had a baby? Not to say that that soul is that baby, but it just, the cycle keeps going, you yeah. know. And I don't think it's disrespectful to laugh about something or joke around. You would never want to say, oh, I'm glad she's gone. That's, that's kind of mean or whatever. Right. But to joke about it, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you're, you're really, really old, so you've lost a lot of I'm people. I'm not old. I'm immortal. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> this is the first time that I've ever lost You know how many people I've anyone. lost? Yeah, I bet. <clears throat> Millennia. My best friends. Mark Anthony. Oh, please don't mention Marta, goddamn granny. Oh, my man. She well, hasn't paid for this. Well, we, uh, is that a threat? She's going to pay. It's not a threat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Well, you, we, you heard we got an email from Firelight, and he shed some light. We won't play it now, but. Um, I want granny to hear it. So we'll wait till she's back, and then we'll play for her what yes. Firelight has to yes, say. Yes, and I knew there was something there with Firelight. His voice just, and he reminded me of someone, and I didn't know who it was, and he was my long-lost Mark. But he was bamboozled, too, by that damn granny. I told you she was a demon witch. <sighs> Whatever. Well, she's not here to defend herself. Uh, and frankly, as I'm not, I I'm not sure, care. I'm not sure how much credence I give to Firelight's claims. How would he know these things? I'm not. I don't know, but I know he's a very smart person and creative. No, I believe him. No, it makes 100% sense. That's exactly what happened. He just filled in the the blanks, the things that I wasn't sure. And mm, all right, mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. we'll ask we'll ask Granny, and we'll see what all she right. has to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You'll see. She's not. She's gonna start stuttering oh. and coming up with these crazy, you know. Uh, excuses of hers and I was there and I did this and yeah and and I filled up whatever she says she's she's she always created everything. I invented the moon I invented she invented everything oh I can't stand that woman no well I forgive her I forgive her what the hell you're a mess you don't know how you feel about her <laughs> you're a mess <laughs> you start to sound like her you're a mess <laughs> anyway uh. So, um, so it's Hanukkah. Uh, Hanukkah, yeah. Happy Hanukkah, Jewish listeners. Yes. Happy Hanukkah. I have a little dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, my dreidel I shall play. Oh, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. I made it out of clay. And when it's dry and ready, my dreidel I shall play. You know, I was at a, I was at a Hanukkah schmooze. It was a party that we had. A schmooze? Yeah. <laughs> Did you wear your schmachta? I, I wore a yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, I would say I look good in a yarmulke. You do? Yeah, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be perturbed if pagans, you know, adopted some kind of, you know, headpiece. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Why not? Let's come up with a headpiece that, that pagans wear that just looks, you know, like you wear, you wear it to work and everyone just has to accept it. Like, oh, you're a pagan. I get right, it. Right. That would be fun. Let's, let's think of something. Yeah. Send us your ideas at eatmypaganass at gmail.com. <laughs> something I can sew. <laughs> I guess like horns. Maybe we could wear like horns or something. 
Yeah, horns, little little buds, not these big cow horns, like little right. buds that stick out of your hair, yeah. sort of. Or and if you want, you could just cover it, you know, with your hair. But there's like this little horn <laughs> underneath that you don't really see it, but it's there. Yeah. And if somebody pats your head, they're yeah. stuck. Ouch! You know. Oh yeah, your little horns. Everything. I love that idea. Yeah. All right, so. So you can't wear that to work. Excuse me, this is my religion. That's right. That's yeah. right. All kids in school, they can start wearing horns to school. <laughs> Unless you're in hilarious. France. If you're in France, they'll outlaw them like they do the, the women's headscarves if you're Muslim. Oh, my God. Which is you fucked know, up. Really? See? You know? Everyone takes everything too far. Really? It's crazy. Oh, well. So get your heads, get your horns on while you can and enjoy it in the Wild yeah. West before, you know, someone creates a law and cracks down on it. I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, at this at this Hanukkah schmooze, we had a rabbi who comes from a progressive gay and lesbian temple here, I think, in the city, and he led a, a not a prayer but a meditation, and it was all about like light and going deep into yeah. yourself and finding like your your secret darkness on the inside, and then like bringing bringing light to that and and celebrating the darkness as That's well cool. as the light, and it was just really cool. And then the thing that was the really the thing that I took away was the message of um, it's it's a celebration of the rededication of the temple, basically. And um, while that has specific meaning in Jewish tradition, as a pagan, I get some wisdom out of that, too, because my body is my temple. Right. And um, so I take this time of year, um, you know, we've just had Samhain and things are like, we're, n- we're not planting any new seeds, but you can still like reconsecrate the soil of your body mm-hmm. and prepare it for the planting of the seed that's to come um, in the next season. And so for me, I take this time to rededicate myself to, you know, my sobriety, to rededicate myself to getting enough sleep, to eating well, to exercising, and just making sure that I provide a fit temple for my spirit. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Because um, I don't know too much about Jewish faith. I just know the... What a shanda. Like the, like the book stuff. You know, I don't... But any any uh, Jewish... Uh, what do you call it? Celebration I've ever been to, it always involves a meditation. Now, I don't know if Jews are meditative as part of their religion or what, but and they're always beautiful meditations. Really nice. Yeah. You know? I think they just, they tend to be like more, uh, I don't know, spiritual. philosophical is the word, <laughs> but spiritual yeah. and mm-hmm. also like they're, they're humanist. Like they, they accept, you know, that, that God gave us, you know, to use their terminology, God gave us brains and mm-hmm. we should use them. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like they, they, they embed a lot of psychology into right. their religious work and, and they, they find a, a mental depth, um, they bring yeah. a mental depth to their to their spirituality that, unfortunately, a lot of Christians See, in this country I don't, don't. I don't know if that's Judaism or if it's this particular rabbi who has that bent. Because I've been to some Christian um, celebrating, like, I went to this uh, communion once. Oh, my God, it was beautiful. And I caught myself, um, like, kind of like, just staring at the priest in awe and then all of a sudden I snapped out of it mm. but that's that's not how most masses are right so I don't know if it's because I've been to these Jewish 
celebrations or whatever, and it's the particular rabbi that has his really cool philosophy, or if that's what a Jewish ceremony is like, I don't know. Or um, I really love the Jewish weddings. Yeah. Where they break the glass and everybody yells out Mazel Tov at the yeah. same time. It's yeah. really cool, you know. I, and then they play the music. It's, it's, it's like it's really <laughs> fun, you know. <laughs> I, I think I, it's probably, um, probably you know, probably is really dependent on on the person who's talking it. Yeah. And what's really what's really nice about that, like I love when I hear a cool Christian. Yeah. pastor or mm-hmm. priest mm-hmm. and then I feel like I feel more comfortable there mm-hmm. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. the congregation is a little more hip and right, right. and um, it, it just goes to show you that you know knowledge and 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 truth and um, you know philosophy toward a better living better life can come from from anywhere mm-hmm. and can come from outside any context and that's it's really wonderful when you see the world's religions as platforms for beautiful sentiments mm-hmm. and and things that really betterment. are yeah betterment, betterment and and that are comforting and um can provide guidance to anybody who you know has ears to hear that mm-hmm. sort of thing mm-hmm. and um it gives me hope that you know the world will will not stay fucked up and eventually we will all like find it, common ground it's getting better i mean we we could always find something wrong if you look hard enough, you're going to find something wrong. But you could always find something good, too. And I would say that compared to the Middle Ages, we've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> and you would know. You were there. I'm there. So, you know what I mean? Like we've, And like, you know, that was freaking 500 years ago. But, you know, these things take time, you know, and yeah. whatever. But things always... It's not too long ago. I mean, look at the Roman Catholic priests. They're still wearing the clothes that they wore 500 years ago. Mm -hmm. It cracks me up when I see that. I'm like, wow. Look at just, like, it's not too far removed from us. You know, Mm -hmm. the the age of the Inquisition is not too far removed. When you think about it, what is 500 years compared to um, 5,000 years? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, the recorded history. What is it, 6,000 years, whatever? 10,000. Whatever, I don't know. But um, 500 years ago really is... Not that long ago, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, 500 years ago is when they started coming to America, the New World, and they come into America. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Can you imagine the, the Nina, the Pina? There's playing that on the loudspeaker. Coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris Columbus. <laughs> So I'm 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 getting in the holiday cheer. Yesterday at work, I had oh, yeah. I had the classical Christmas music on, and I love it because yeah. there's no words, and so you can just like you know we're not allowed to play music in my office. Piss me off, like well, that sucks. Yeah, because um, we got a new. This was a couple of years back. We got a new boss, and then um, one of the secretaries there is really young. And then I said, "Good, now we could play the radio and this and that." She was putting the fucking thing on too loud. I told her, lower it. You gotta. Lo-. And then she put on this hip hop station and started singing really loud because she wanted everybody to know that she's cool because she knows the words. Mm-hmm. Somebody said there's too much noise going on in the office. So now the official rule is no music. I was so fucking mad. So I went in there and I said, please, can you just, you know, it makes the day go quicker. And, you know, when people come in, they hear nice music. And then 
he painted this scenario of loud music. So now we're not allowed to listen to it. And I really, really miss it because I like listening to music, especially this time of the year, because I like classic Christmas music. Right. You know, especially the ones that don't have words, but. Yeah. No can do. Mm. So, and I got my little shit in the back. I have my um, little three kings, and I'm still looking for a camel. Mm. And I have a little tree about this big, and, you know, a little old fashioned Santa, St. Nick. So I got my little thing set up. Oh, you know? that's good. And then I, I'm almost finished with my um, shopping. Well, actually, I made most of my gifts this year. So people at work, I'm just going to give them some stuff that I made. You know, so here's, here's a turkey I made out of my hands. My hand. <laughs> Those fucking craft turkeys. You know? I, I like this time of the year. I just like holidays. I don't know. I just... I don't care what holiday is. I, I enjoy it, you know. And then Thanksgiving was really good. Spent that with the family. Mm-hmm. So I just enjoy myself, you know. Well, I don't like going away, though. Here's here's a holiday message for all of our listeners. Fuck you all. No, no, no. <laughs> if you didn't get us a present, fuck you. <laughs> PayPal our ass, bitches. <laughs> Be generous. <laughs> Remember the reason for the season. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but um, we, you know, if you've got family, if you've got friends, um, go go enjoy it. Go spend time with them. If you don't, know that we're here for you and we're thinking yeah. of you and we're sending you really warm, sloppy holiday. <laughs> Lots of light. Pagan ass eating. Light and love and all that good stuff. Mm. And this is such a good time of the year. Yeah. You know, we should go see the Christmas tree. Well, let's do that. We're, look, I thought we could go and uh, go. We're going to go see the tree in Rockefeller, Rockefeller Center, Center. Yeah. and we're going to poke fun of the uh, the, the tourists, tourists. <laughs> and then talk a little bit about you know the the old tradition of bringing in the big tree and what it all means. Mm-hmm. That sound fun? Sounds fun to me. So before we do that, let's let's respond to some listener emails real quick, and uh, and then we'll go on our little field trip. Okay. Um, I think you got to get your tarot cards for this because uh, we got two emails from people right. wanting us to give them some advice. Where's my, card? Where's my fucking cards? God damn it. All right. So the first one comes from, let's see, how does he identify? Colton from Okieland. Colton. Isn't that the guy from um, Catcher in the Rye? No. What was it? Yeah. What was his name? Col- Holden Caulfield. Holden. <laughs> All right. That's it. Thank you. All right. So, um, so uh, Colton says, "Hello, Carmen and Lucky. I've been listening to your podcast for a few weeks now, and I've listened to them multiple times each. I have so much respect for the two of you. Lucky, you are a very large role model to me when it comes to being a gay male in 2010. You have a lot of intelligence and wisdom, and you make it a lot more comfortable being a gay male. And considering I'm 17 in a public high school in Oklahoma, who isn't shallow and dim-witted." Carmen, you are a loving individual who is truly a gay guy's best friend. I'll, I'll attest to that. You seem like you have an open and warm heart. You've both set the standard for many people when it comes to being a good human being. I hope you both are doing swell up in New York and are enjoying life. Carmen, I'd like to request a favor of you, a tarot reading, if it wouldn't be too much of a hassle. I'm kind of having a hard time picking a specific question, but I'm mainly wanting a uh, reading on my future when it comes to my career. I'm looking into cosmetology and to get a fashion design degree and then to open a salon of my own. What do the cards have to say? So let's let's deal with that question first. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, 
I see like major changes coming around you at this time. Um, I think you're going to need to really focus on what it is that you want. If you want to do this cosmetology thing, um, finances might be a little tight. But you, I think the main thing right now is to focus on what it is that you want. Make a game plan. I, I do see you moving into that area. And I do see your life changing tremendously in, in, in this venue. It's, gonna, it's going to um, afford you the life that you've always wanted. There's a lot of hard work ahead, though. So I think you're ambivalent about what you want. And I really would think about what it is that I wanted and... and and plan plan ahead. To be honest with you, I don't see things happening now, but I see them happening in the future for you as far as your career goes. So I hope that helps. All right. And then uh, Colton asks, mm -hmm. what do you see there? No, the son. I mean, you know, he's going to get what he wants, but I, I just see things taking long. Uh-huh. And maybe not, not the way he envisioned them, right? Could that be what that is? Maybe, like, yeah. completely different? complete change I see yeah yeah okay Colton good luck with that and if you do get a get um, a salon and all that stuff let us know because I need oh, to yeah, get my yeah, hair yeah. did no like probably managerial I don't think you would I don't think you would be working because the, the king here this is you, you're not going to be working for someone else well, what does he mean by getting a fashion design degree and then opening a salon? Like, how does fashion design and cosmetology, how do those work together? Well, how do you apply a fashion design degree to a, to a salon? Well, maybe he wants to, like, maybe he wants to be a cosmetologist to, to, uh, in, in um, fashion industry. Like, mm -hmm. when they do runway shows, mm -hmm. they need makeup artists. Mm -hmm. So maybe he could start his own thing like that. So you can do the two. I love that kind of makeup. Like when they do the models up really you know who I, who wild. I really love is um, John Galliano. Mm -hmm. When that crazy ass makeup. That oh, yeah. It's, it's so ugly, it's beautiful. Uh -huh. You know, but so if he wants to do fashion and cosmetology, he would probably blend it too, where he would be a makeup artist to fashion models, runway models, yeah. or, or fashion magazines, stuff like that. Colton. Not in a salon, you know, happy scissors. He's not going to be working it, yeah. you know, something like that. Maybe to start off. Mm -hmm. And with the king, it seemed he would have his own, his own business, mm -hmm. his own name. Colton, I know a lot of guys here in the city who are in that industry, and I'd be happy to pass your email along to them. And um, you could ask them some questions about what's a day in the life like, and that can really help help you get a clearer idea of, of what's involved and, and you can then maybe better assess if that's where you want to go with your life. So if if you're okay with that, you know, send me an email. E email us at mypaganass at gmail.com and let me know that you're comfortable with that and I'll pass your email along to them. Because it's not going to happen in Oklahoma. That's for sure. Do they even know what makeup is? Well, they sell it at the Walmart, don't they? Yeah, but that's not how he want, what he wants to do. Um, what was I going to say? Um, I work at the cosmetology counter at Walmart. I help... <laughs> girls pick out their lip gloss he can go to like california you know um i don't see him staying with in oklahoma so what about toronto uh toronto's a big fashion fashion 
quote, capital. There's a lot going on. They have Toronto fashion shows there every year. And cute guys. Fashion. Remember, Canadians yes, are cute. Toronto is a place for cute guys. So here's my advice. Find a hot Canadian boyfriend, get married, uh, and you'll be able to work in Canada. And then go to Toronto where you could uh, get, get into a salon there. No, don't take, <laughs> don't get married to somebody just so that you can advance. Don't listen to that shit. <laughs> you do it on your own, Colton, because you can, okay? Let them marry you for what you got. No, don't anybody do that. But I'm kidding. Yeah, you better be kidding. What kind of advice are you giving? I know, especially when his <laughs> next question is, you know, Lucky, do you have any advice for growing up gay? That's be a yourself. Just be yourself. That's a tall order. I would There's say, no, yeah, just. You're not different than anybody else. It's just your sexual. He asked me for advice, not you, Carmen. <laughs> yeah, but look at the advice you give. No, but don't you agree with me? What makes him different? I mean, you are, but you're not. You're just like everyone else. Don't, I, exactly. Don't I mean, handicap there's, yourself. there's probably nothing, nothing that I could say to you that's you know gay specific that you couldn't say to anybody else in terms of just, you know, live one day at a time. Um, be true to yourself and deal honestly with people mm-hmm. and um, you know that's the way to you know to live life be of service to others if you can at all possible you know find out ways that you can be helpful to others because doing so helps you build your self-esteem which is something that we as gay you know men um, don't have a lot of usually it's not handed to us and, and we struggle with that so one of the ways to build that is to be of service to others Um go to the soup kitchen and do something for some homeless people or do you know s- spend time yeah with elderly people and help them with their makeup that could yeah. be fun like mm-hmm. apply your own unique talents whatever it is that you do well share it you know yeah. and don't ever think that you're different just because you're not different you're mm-hmm. you just have a different sexual preference uh, the, what uh, you know i i'm not gay so i don't know what that feels like but i can tell you that um, you're not different than anyone else. You're better. That's right. <laughs> and don't let anybody ever tell you that you're less than them uh, because you're because you're not. If for somebody any, says that reason, to you, right. for whatever the reason may be, you're short, yeah. you're tall, whatever reason, everybody is equal. So and believe that whatever you want to achieve, you can. A lot of people come from all over this place and they come to this city. I'm not saying you have to come to New York, but people make it work. Right. And you can too. And for, Just believe in yourself. For the makeup, you know, just submerge yourself in, you know, just learn everything that you can about the industry. And then you will find yourself in the right place at the right time. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, if you, even if you look, even if you go to YouTube, and um, go to fashion shows like Galliano or uh, other, you know, McGrath and all that. You know, you could see how they do their makeup. You can get tips from that because you're in Oklahoma and that's not exactly a the fashion capital of the fashion world. Mecca, you know, so you got to Tulsa, the Milan of the United States. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. And then you have an, an advantage if you're good. Maybe you can make yourself known in in Oklahoma, give yourself a name out there, but it's not easy because people really aren't into fashion. You know, and at the very, the the worst that can happen, rodeo clowns need makeup too. No, he didn't say that. No, I, I I I feel good things for you. I see I see a lot of really wonderful positive things coming your mm-hmm. way if you just you know 
do do what makes you happy really it's a cliche but you know in my wizened old age at 36 true it's true it's true that's what i found so and then um last last things oh he, he wants to know if you have any advice for learning tarot um look at the cards um buy yourself a deck i would i like the mythic tarot because you can you can uh combine mythology and tarot so it's two for one because each card signifies something in a different myth or the right of weight the right of weight is good because all the pictures are, are symbolic everything in, and then just know the cards if, if you just glance at them you know exactly what card that is and then get yourself some good beginner books and just just do it i think you recommended a book what's her name amber gianti is that her name or there was a book that you recommended once. Yeah, well, oh, God, what was her name? Easy Tarot by, um, I forgot. Whatever, you can look it up. Yeah. Um, and I think we I'll also, put, well, we should have, we should have a, a section on our website. We yeah, should yeah, have yeah. something like book recommendations. Well, I, I can email him. Maybe on the Facebook page. If you go to Facebook slash Eat My Pagan Ass Podcast, um, I think we have a books tab there. Maybe it's on there. Yeah. All right, and then uh, the last thing Colton says is, uh, thank you both of you for being voices who are educational, humorous, and just plain awesome. Keep up what you do. You all make it easier to handle daily life. Thank you. Thanks, Colton. You're a sweetheart. Just be yourself, bro. (laughs) That's all you have to do. Don't ever think you have to change for anybody or you you think that you have to act a certain way for people to like you. no, that's not going to work. Just be yourself. Because if you try to act a certain way for people like you, it'll show. That's, you know, you'll, you'll come off as a phony. So just be yourself. Yeah. Ooh, here we have another email from uh, Othello Peace. Who? Othello Peace. Okay. And uh, it's a long email. Dear Carmen and Lucky. Um, I've only been pagan for about a year, so I'm fairly new to the practice. Your podcast has really helped me since I started listening last summer. On top of that, you guys are funny as hell. Ever since my early high school years, I've been able to feel energy quite easily, both electrical and I think spiritual. I believe I've always been able to feel it. I've just never paid attention until I started finding my own beliefs about life in the universe. Up until high school, I was an arrogant super Christian, trying to convert my atheist friends, you know, able to quote the Bible and stuff and saying evolution and gay marriage were sins against God. Sorry, Lucky. Yeah, you get the point. I have a darker past. We all do, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So um, back to my question. Can everyone feel that sort of energy? I can tell when strong spirits are in the room, where they are, but nothing else. I can feel the energy of people too. For example, there was a preacher at a convention whom I felt had the energy of a con artist. His energy felt intoxicating as if I could believe anything he said. It muddled my mind. And only once have I felt something so bad I was shaking and had to get out of the room, hair standing on end. I can tell the difference if it is electrical most of the time. Electricity holds no emotion, just vibrancy. I can also pick up the strong emotions or thoughts of my mother from far away, but only if I'm spacing out. Have either of you heard of any type of person like this? Are different people prone to certain kinds of magic like casting or sensing? You guys are totally awesome. Never quit the podcast. Thanks, Othello Peace. Wow. It sounds like he would be a very good, um, what do you call it, psychometrist? Mm. Yeah. You could... Psychometry is when you are able to hold something that belonged to someone and give off um, information on that person. So, you know, like, I don't know, working with the police, find missing persons or whatever, you know. It's good for you personally because if you meet new people, uh, you could tell whether they're, uh, you know, worthy of your friendship or not. 
So, yeah, I've heard of that before. It's, it's definitely he a good just, skill. I think he just needs to learn how to um, tame it and utilize it. You know, um, one and one good way of doing it is you have to keep doing trial and error with yourself. Learn what certain feelings mean. You know, you have you have to teach yourself what you're feeling. Definitely, like you you want to you any anybody who is um, sensitive to that sort of thing. One of the first things to do is to know. What are you feeling? What right. are your emotions? Right. And what are the things you're picking up from other right. people around you? It, it would be a good idea to keep a diary, some sort of a journal, you know, and then read back and, and see where your where your uh, assumptions were correct or where they were right. I used to do that when I first started reading tarot, and then I learned, oh, you know, when I get this card, it usually I used to think it meant this, but it means that. So you, you have to kind of train yourself. Because you have nowhere to go for someone to show you how what these things mean. They're unique to yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I I've heard yeah. of I've, I've heard, heard of, of people sure. who, who are sensitive to that sort of thing. Definitely, you can. Sometimes it's um, he could cast he could cast out spirits from a house. He, he's like a Ghostbuster. <laughs> if you can sense you know I mean? spirits, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. Uh, John Edwards. I mean, you know, he could he could uh, pass on information from the beyond. I don't know exactly what you feel, but these are all different um, things that you can develop. You know, psychometry would be a good way for him to start. I think. I have, um, you know, I have a some of it's physical and some of it's psychic. All right, so uh, physical. Um, you say you can sense electricity. I think a lot of people can do that. Um, mm-hmm. I also have like a, a, a sense of hearing where I can he- I can hear elect- like electrical appliances like if a television's turned on, mm-hmm. but you know sometimes like with the new TVs there's no signal so the television's blank but you can't really tell that it's on. I was always able to tell because I can hear this high pitched electrical noise that other people can't hear. Like I would say, can't you hear that? Can't you hear that? They'd be like, mm-hmm. no, but I would know. Um, but that's just physical. But um, it was interesting what he said that. Um, when it's electrical, it has no motion. Right. So he, oh, see, already you, already you're teaching yourself different energies and like, oh no, that can't be, that can't be, you know, uh, spiritual because it has no motion. So you're already able to distinguish between physical mm-hmm. and spiritual. Mm-hmm. So, and that's that's what I'm trying to say that he needs to keep developing this this gift that he has, this yeah. talent. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, like a singer. You know, you have to do your scales every day or whatever. Right. And I'm sensing, too, that maybe you, you might need some um, crystal energy to help ground you. So uh, hematite might be good um, just as like a bracelet or a ring mm-hmm. or some some sort of really dark, heavy metal to wear on your body, on your person, to just help keep you down and provide a barrier for you um so yeah it grounds you and so you're not always you you don't want to always be exposed to all these things and and it could just help you you know form your discipline around you know when to be open and when to when to shut things out Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good idea otherwise you get raw chafed you know like when you masturbate too much and (laughs) (laughs) no that that's a good piece of advice not about the masturbating but the other thing you can never (laughs) masturbate too much i'm kidding (laughs) All right, so good for you. It sounds like you have some real talents, yeah, cool. and and um, you should stay in touch with us and and share more with us about your experience because we're always curious about that. Or he can use some sort of a uh, 
mnemonic device to help him with that so that so that your spirit knows that when let's say you're going to use runes so that when your spirit knows that when you're taking out the runes this is what you're going to do this way you're not on all the time you need to turn yourself off otherwise you just you, you go crazy with all this information bombarding you all the time all right thanks othello peace for the email if you guys have a question, you can email us at eatbypaganass at gmail.com, and we will share our divine wisdom with you. Personally, I prefer compliments. <laughs> well, we get lots of those. Othello also yeah. sent us a compliment um, through the website, and, and he said something about our sound episode, like it was like the rockinest, funniest episode he'd ever heard of a podcast before. Really? Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, so we have one last email. This is from uh, Chris of New York. Yeah, Chris. Hey, my name is Chris, and I was wondering if Lucky could do a rune reading to see if I should go down the path of a holistic health practitioner as a career. Also, if Carmen could do a tarot reading also. I fell in love with your podcast, and it provides some good laughs when things get depressing. Hope you guys keep going and keep up the good work. Blessings from Chris of New York. Yeah, Chris. We're from New York. Yeah, here. Why don't you hold the microphone? I'm going to do the reading. Okay. I like your bag. Thanks, baby. Let's ask first if um, healthcare practitioner would be a spiritually fulfilling path for Chris. Oh, definitely. This is this is definitely a good uh, thing for you. You've got an ability to um, have discipline when it comes to setting up a, a regimented um, study structure. As you know, it's a very um, healthcare is a very complicated area. It requires a lot of higher level thinking and lots of hard work and study. And there's also an element of ethics that that's involved, a personal ethics as well as a, a, a medical ethics that's involved and um, you have a capacity to appreciate those and deal with those objectively. You also have an aptitude for learning, which is very important. You can um, receive um, high level communications and thinking, ideas, concepts, um, which is always useful for you. And then you also have an ability to commit. So once you um, commit yourself to this path of um, taking care of others and being of service um, for the health and well-being of other people, you'll be able to fulfill that. So I see you taking a, taking an oath of, of um, you know, some kind of oath of some sort of a profession. So I would say go, go legit on this and find a program of, of real credential for yourself and you can go far with this, um, spiritually speaking. Now, the next thing I want to ask is how this will go you know, professionally, like how will it be a good career for you? Yeah. Okay, good. I see, I see a lucrative um, future. I see you, um, you know, you're going to have to make some tough decisions about where to go or what's the next right thing. But I have confidence that You'll, uh, you have a capacity to, to go with the flow. When life throws uncertainty toward you, you're not one to be rigid and lock up. You, you can relax and, and kind of just roll with the punches, and that's a very important skill to have, especially in an, in an industry that isn't very standardized and where 
for for uh, some of the time you're gonna have to go it go it on your own but just um, be be uh, seek out guidance and uh, especially professional guidance from others who do this in the field and um, learn uh, just to to make the right the right decisions the right the right choices when those when those opportunities arise and don't be afraid to take risk um, have confidence that that you'll make the right decisions and I see I see you having a very successful uh, fi career financially so um, all things line up for you to be spiritually fulfilled um, as well as financially so I say go for it or cool. the, ru the runes that's what the runes say well can you do a reading for me well he wants you to do a tarot reading too on the same question all right so I get all do a reading for me I will all right I always use cards that fall out. Excellent. Yeah, I, I think this is a, a good good thing for you spiritually and physically, you know, because this is like the, 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 the I get the Hierophant, which is the uh, spiritual side of, of things, and the Emperor, which is the physical side. So spiritually and physically, I think you will do well. Uh, these are both uh, major arcana cards, which mean to me that these are paths that you should follow. These are like laws of life that you need to go through. I think things are going to happen very quickly for you. You know, put a lot of energy into it, I, and I do see you doing very well. You know, I, I agree with Lucky said. This is going to be very lucrative for you. Uh, maybe if you go into, like, women's health or women's issues or uh, dealing with feminine energy of some sort, uh, uh, something f definitely physical with the body, uh, maybe even uh, working with, well, this sounds crazy, pregnant women. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I, this, is, this would be a very good um, career path for you. And I, would, and I think it would handle your spiritual as well as physical side. So it would mesh very nicely in both sides of your life. All right, so hook yeah. us up with some free acupuncture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All right, so you want me to do a reading for you, Carmen? Yeah. I'm honored. What's your question? No, no, no I want to know about that guy that I was, how did, you know. How, how are the relationship prospects? Yeah, yeah, how, how will it go with, with um. All right, here, hold, hold that. His name is Michael. Everybody's name is Michael, so. You and Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh, F. The fuck no <laughs> actually <laughs> okay well um these are three fire runes so i Ooh. see a lot of passion. fire around and passion around this definitely um there's there's a a, a lot of beginning i, I <laughs> doesn't look good I, well <laughs> <laughs> no you can be truthful I'm yeah sure. i mean i don't see i don't see this um as a love relationship so much i see this as a very dynamic high energy thing for you um it's it could be a um a relationship that um creates a lot of change for you a lot of good positive change and um i see also you gaining uh, just a, a new level of knowledge about something that's that's important to you whatever that is i'm not really sure um that's cool <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't. No nookie, huh? I don't. Well, not <laughs> not right now, anyway. I think okay. I think something something has to change, and something will change, um, in 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 the relationship. But we're, we're, there's going to be a connection there. You're saying, right? I don't well, want to put words in your mouth. Well, these uh, these three these three fire runes here, Fehu, Dagaz, and Kinaz, are. To all together, it just shows that there's a lot of energy mm-hmm. in in this relationship and a lot of a lot of dynamic, um, and so it might even be um, business. It could be uh, uh, not necessarily because I know him from work. Uh, I don't know if it's business. I see it could be just more uh, professional. I meant to say. Yeah, I mean, of course, this you could take this as a professional thing, but you asked uh, in a you didn't ask it about professional. No, no, no. You asked about personal relationship, yeah, yeah. and from a personal perspective, this is just someone who I feel like he, he for you, he comes in and he just he stirs a lot of excitement in you and kind of gets your juices flowing and and uh, this is good. This is a good thing, mm-hmm. and just. Um, be open to change but maybe he um maybe he's suddenly gonna have to go somewhere like he might like something may change Mm -hmm. like something is gonna happen that's really no this makes total sense i just can't say now i'll tell you when the mic is off yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) all right all right um i i do i do see you getting to know him a lot better though I see good, I would like to. Your, your knowledge of, of him and who he is um, is going to grow, so that's that's a good thing. Good, okay. All right. All right. Here, have a piece of chocolate. <laughs> Fortify yourself before we head out into that cold winter air. I can't wait. Mm. We're going to okay. go see some trees, everybody. And, yes. Uh, we're going to be broadcasting to you from, from Rockefeller Center. So Live from Rockefeller Center. Stay tuned for more. I feel like Katie Couric. All right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, hookers. Love you, too. Oh, Lily, oh, Lily, oh, Lily, white pin. Please to come down and let us come in. Oh, Lily, oh, Lily, oh, Lily, white smock. Please to come down and draw back the lock. For it's our wassail, jolly wassail. Joy come to our jolly wassail. So May they bloom, so well may they bear, so we may have apples and cider next year. Oh, master and mistress, oh, are you within? Pray open the door and let us come in. Oh, master and mistress, it is our desire. A good loaf and cheese and a toast by the fire. For it's all wassail, jolly wassail. Joy come to our jolly wassail. So well may they bloom, so well may they bear. So we may have apples and cider next year. There was an old farmer and he had an old cow. But for to milk her, he didn't know how. He put his old cow into an old barn. And a little more liquor won't do us no harm. Harm me, boys, harm. Harm me, boys, harm. And a little more liquor won't do us no harm. So well may they bloom, so well may they bear. So we may have our 
apples and cider next year. For it's our wassail, jolly wassail. Joy come to our jolly wassail. Oh, the wrinkles and the tingles and the tenor of the song goes. It's lucky. Listen, I got some bad news. So Carmen and I went to Rockefeller Center and saw the big tree and saw the tourists and made fun of everything we saw pretty much. And unfortunately, I got home and realized that I messed up with the recording. So Mercury retrograde strikes again. The planet of communication was moving backwards at the time. And so technology and and all that gets screwed up. And sure enough, happened to us, um, which is okay because we didn't really have anything nice to say about the people anyway. So, you know, bad things are left Better left unsaid, maybe. But it was funny. Um, we saw all kinds of crazy stuff, including the Easter Bunny. Go figure. What is the Easter Bunny doing walking? And he, and he asked us for money, too. That was a funny thing. Carmen took a picture with him, and then he held out his like stupid bucket and wanted some money. We, we just ran away laughing from him. Uh, so we're going to have to be on guard when Easter comes around. I'm kind of scared right now, actually. Um, but in the meantime... It's Yule, and the sun is coming back, and the days are getting longer, and, you know, life is is, is beginning to, to be born again anew. Um, right now, it's it doesn't seem like that because the, the snow hasn't even really started falling. It's really weird, actually, how the seasons work. Um, you know, the days start getting longer, but the coldest days are yet to come. But that's a good thing, that the days are getting longer, because we have hope um, that through the dark winter, you know, the days will get longer, it will get warmer, and we will be cavorting naked sooner than we know it. So, great! Um, have a great Yule. Have a, have a wonderful new year. We will be back in January, and we'll have more Eat My Pagan Ass to serve up to you. And uh, in the meantime, go to Eat My Pagan Ass on Facebook, and that's facebook.com slash Podcast, or follow us on Twitter, or send us an email at eatmypaganass at gmail.com. And if you're feeling particularly generous, go to eatmypaganass.com and click the donate button or just send a PayPal donation to eatmypaganass.gmail.com. You get the gist of it. You guys are smart. I don't need to drill into you. And whatever you're doing, whoever you're with, whoever you're doing, um, be safe, have fun, and, you know, marry, meet, marry, part, and all that jazz. Okay, guys? Blessed be. Bye.
Here comes the sun, and I say it's alright. 